Good evening and welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. In the studio with me, Dan, today I have Greg. Hi Dan, you alright? I'm alright, thank you. Regular presenter Barry's taking a break from his duties today. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, just having a, a little bit of a rest tonight, Dan. And I thought, you know, you could uh, step into the hot seat, so to speak. You thought I could muck up? You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have a muck up on, muck off one or the other. <laughs> and Paul? Evening, Dan. Evening. Gareth? Good evening. Rob? Good so, evening, Dan. Yeah, you? I'm excellent <laughs> with names. I should have said that before, shouldn't I? That's an intake, that, rather than a... An outtake. And, of course, me, Dan, again. So, West Brom Saturday. What are your overall thoughts, Barry? Overall thoughts on West Brom? Yeah, I was quite pleased, if I'm being perfectly honest. I think for the first 20 minutes, we we were quite exhilarating. And I think if we'd taken the lead during that spell, we'd have quite comfortably gone on to win the game. Yeah. Um, It was just... uh, it was just how it unfolded after, and I think I thought the first goal, personally, I thought was a, a tremendous goal, a quality cross, of Morrison steamed in and, and with a bullet header, Ali had no chance, and uh, and it just seemed to knock us back a little bit for a while. Yeah, you could kind of see the first goal coming a little bit because the pin a couple of high balls coming in towards Alavzi, he managed to punch one clear. You got the feeling that perhaps it was going to give at any minute. We seem to enjoy the left wing a little bit, you know. Um, obviously, struggled to keep control of, um, of that left side, but you know, I did a firm job. But like you said, I think the, the goal was coming. West Brom are a very organised side, aren't they? It's no great shame, I think, losing to them. They're a, they're a very good side, and I thought they were just one step ahead of us, really, on Saturday. No complaints from me. I agree. Credit where credit's due. I thought West Brom were fantastic, actually, on Saturday, and Shane Long, especially. Yeah. How far he must have run on Saturday. I thought he did a really good job. After 20 minutes, where for the first 20 minutes we looked quite happily in control, I, they just seemed to step up a couple of gears for me. And they were sharper in the tackle, they were getting to more balls, they were winning more second balls, they were doing more with it when they got hold of it. And like Greg says, just hold your hands up, they played well. We didn't play particularly badly, although there were, there were bits where we gave the ball away. Um, it's nowhere near as bad as I've seen us play in the past. And we just come up against the side that had a good day. Yeah, I thought, uh, like it's been said, first 20 minutes I thought was excellent. We did everything but score. Uh, the two goals took this. Well, the first goal took the stuffing out of us a bit, and then they scored again, didn't they? And then we uh, responded immediately. And then I got the feeling we might get back into it, but. Second half, we had a lot of possession in decent areas. When it got to that final pass or final third, the link-up play as well wasn't like we've seen in the previous two games, which I banged on about last week. Um, we never managed to break down a very, very organised serve. Mm-hmm. Martinez did try to change things around, though, didn't he? In the last ten minutes, we brought on Baselli and Stan. Now, what do you think of their impact? Well, did, can I, did Stan come on after uh, earlier on? Didn't he come on for Caldwell? Yes. It was Gomez who came, came on. Yes. I apologise. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But when talking of Stan, I thought he, he did okay, Stan, when he came in. He, he was a bit fresh running there. Do we know what, why Caldwell went off? Was it just a tactical, tactical. switch? Tactical. 
Mercilessly tactical. <coughs> right. That's that's interesting. That makes it worth looking at again because there's a lot of teams starting to adopt the three at the back now, and you just think, okay, Roberto's going to be a step ahead of everybody else, and that will be him looking at something with a view to maybe maybe taking the next, bringing the next formation in that will make us impossible to play against at the back end of the season. Two at the back. <laughs> <laughs> what I particularly thought was interesting that. I don't know if Roberto listens to this podcast, but a couple of weeks ago, a couple of editions ago, I did suggest putting Emerson Boyce back into central defence. That's where he got it from then. <laughs> but uh, that didn't turn out too well, did it? No. No, they didn't look as organised at all, did they? They didn't, no. But I, I, Stan, when Stan came on, I thought he was a bit hit and miss, if I'm being honest. He did, he did some... You know, he went down the line and knocked in a few quality balls, but you could tell he'd not played for a while, he was a bit rusty. And he cut in quite a lot. But I still I think, I don't like Olsen. I'm not a fan of his at all because he's gangly, he doesn't look like a footballer. But I thought he had a really good game for West Brom. And the other centre <coughs> half, I don't know what he's. Was it McCartley? Olsen and McCartley. Which one? Was Richard playing centre half when he pushed up a little bit? He played, he on, he played left back in the interior as well. Yeah. Um, I think it was McCartley. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, uh, and together I thought they they, uh, they played really well. They played really well at the back. I mean, Franco had a very frustrating afternoon, didn't he? And yeah, we saw when he got substituted, yeah, yeah. his reaction was one of a frustrated man. And I saw him bollocking Borsajor on, on a few occasions as well. He, he, mm. he, he was just stopped in his tracks. He's not used to you know players handling him well. Like you said, that's what West Brom's def- uh, defence did. Mm. Um, they just they kept him under control and. He lost his rag a little bit, and he didn't like it because he, he's, you know, last few games he's he's just been in control of everything. So it's just one of those days where beaten by the better side in every department, really. I thought when they brought Stan on, I think it did uh, sort of put West Brom a bit more on the back foot. He was, you know, he was trying to get him forward a lot, uh, which, for all intents and purposes, was the whole point of sort of bringing him on, really, to get a bit more territorial advantage. And yeah. I think I think that showed in the stats at the end, and there's a stat one in sort of, well, I couldn't believe it really, but we had the highest pass completion rate in the Premier League at the weekend, now 89.3%. Mm. Well, we did. You, you wouldn't think that, would you? Uh, just thinking about the game. Well, we did have a lot of the ball, didn't we? We did, yeah. Especially in the second half. I don't believe, I can't remember the time when they ever had it, mostly it's got to be said, they were very good at wasting time on Saturday, I thought, West Brom. Yeah, they got, well, they got boots after 47 minutes, didn't mm. they? Yeah. I mean, he did a, a couple of, uh, what was his name? The, the uh, Jakob, isn't it? Jakob, mm, number yeah. five. Mm. A couple of clattering tattles. He did one professional foul, a real cynical foul, and then he got boots for wasting time. So, I don't know I whether... Was that the ball? Yeah, yeah, he booted it. But, I mean, I, I'm thinking about the referee that... Um, God, the Preston lad, what's his name? Referee done on Saturday. Uh, Is it Atkinson? No, no, no. no was that no, the week before? No, no, yeah, no. It'll come back to me. You were talking about me mentioning his game. Yeah, yeah, but I thought he, he was a typical low, lower league referee. He let a lot of like the rusty, sussy stuff go into and he's just waving play on, which yeah. I suppose we're not used to seeing. But maybe that's a good thing, you know. Yeah. Oh. If I shout his name out. Mason? <laughs> they no. got away with quite a, a couple of occasions where we were shielding the ball and a nudge in the back. The bloke loses his balance, touches the ball, ball goes out of play, and it's like, there you go, lads, have a throw in. You're like, hang on a minute. Where's the free kick for the shove in the back? 
Was that the Maloney incident? I saw it more than once. It was the the goal came from that incident. Mm. Carwell got shoved in the back, mm. and he had the ball out, yeah, and then they threw the throw yeah. in, and Jones crossed, and, and uh, they went two 0 up. Again, like I'm saying about the run of the ball. Yeah. I must say so another half an inch. Start. Sorry to interrupt. You. Another half an inch, and Caldwell had put that out for a corner rather than deflect it into the net. Yeah. I feel for Caldwell though because I used to be, we know that Rob used to be a defender. I used to be a central defender many years ago for my Sunday league team and I conceded a goal just like that. The ball came in from the right and I was stood kind of on the edge of the area. It deflected off my left leg and into the goal. The goalkeeper was screaming and shouting at me, what did you do that for? Well, I didn't mean to do it, did I? Yeah. Yeah. That's a deflection. Another half inch, you get a block on it that, that sends it somewhere else. Yeah. becomes a good piece of, you know, he's in the right place. In the first half, Watts got a cracking chance, and from where I was sat in, in the hole, it was in, to be honest. Mm. I think Mile did a cracking save to keep his, his Yeah. Oh, yeah, the uh, yeah. big 25 yards. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good move what built up to that, wasn't yeah. it? Mm. Yeah, it, I must be honest, though, it looks a lot better, though, when I watched it again at night, it... it uh, it didn't seem as like, I mean, I thought we'd put about 30 passes together and, yeah. and it, you know, put it in the bottom corner and mm. tipped it round. I think we'd done about five or six passes and hit it straight at him, but, yeah. Ali did a good save as well, didn't he, second half? Oh, yeah, yeah that one over the bar. Crack, which I thought had rattled the bar, yeah. but he didn't, did he? He got his fingertips to it. Yeah. I haven't seen a replay of it, but I thought he saved it onto the bar. No, it just went straight over. Did it? Yeah. From where I was, from where I was sat in yeah. the east stand. Yeah. It was a cracking save, that. Oh, it was, yeah. But the, it's, it's the benefit of having the replays on the TV, and you can mm. you can see it. When you're there without that click remote, you've no chance, have you? Mm. <laughs> when we had a chance of coming up from the Championship, and we needed to know what was happening in the Ipswich game... Swarbrick. Uh, yeah, Rob's yeah. me, yeah. Swarbrick, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that. Let's go back to that. Swarbrick. I can't remember a player called Swarbrick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, I think that might be a good time to move on to our next topic, which is the internationals. Because, of course, we've got Franco De Santo, who's away with Argentina at the moment, and his game is just completed as we're recording this. What's the score? Anybody yeah, finished? Nil apiece. He played 45 minutes. Uh, First or second? He played the second half of the match. Um, in the first 20 minutes, apparently. The ball wouldn't stick to him, so very much like Saturday's performance, and then uh, he sort of petered into a nil-nil. So I don't think he's had the greatest of games, but then again, I don't think it's been a, a good team performance by the sounds of it. Uh, it's just a mate who was texting me earlier, right. a cultured football fan is. Perhaps Franco was still in the team hotel because he tweeted a picture of it, and it was magnificent. Or at least I think it was the hotel. Yeah, it was. Yeah, what was yeah. magnificent? The hotel, the Argentina team was staying in. And of course, Ali Al Abzi has been playing for a man. They lost 2 1 against Japan. Oh, and he's a World Cup qualifier, that Dan? Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. And he's been tweeting saying that they deserved a point at least and is proud of the support. Greg, have you heard anything on the injury situation? I know Malone, was it Maloney's pulled out? We'd no, nobody aware with the Scottish squad this week. No, uh, Caldwell pulled out late, didn't he? <coughs> yeah. He weren't chosen, rested, Caldwell. Rested. rested. I reckon, yeah, I reckon. Oh, yeah, they fit enough. <laughs> Next week, I think it's one of those injuries. 
Which I think he just wants to. Uh, was it Maloney? Keep it was an abdominal injury, the one I saw. Yeah, there was. A, I think MacArthur. I think everyone about Al Crash seems to be looking like they're going to be fit for um, the game at Anfield on Saturday. Um, so I think it was just a precaution more than anything. You know, the last thing you want to do is, you know, further a niggling injury in a in a silly friendly game. Mm. It's good to hear that everybody's back fit yeah. again. It poses the question. Will Watson retain his place, or will MacArthur come back into the team? Mm, that's a, a, a tricky one. MacArthur will come back into the team. Yeah, I think he'll. You think? Mm-hmm. We've seen it before. Yeah. You know, when people play well, you've got to. I don't know. You, when, when, it, when it's one of the favourites, when it's a starting eleven, you've got to do something ultra special to get past it. Well, Watson's been brilliant. You know, I just don't think you can drop MacArthur because he did nothing wrong before he went out, and it's not like he was a, an average player. He's he's been a player who's been such an integral part of the side this year so I can't see him not coming back in the side if he's fit yeah I agree I've been wrong on these things before though so. <laughs> I was surprised he weren't fit for Saturday to be honest because I mean we'd heard it was just a dead leg didn't we yeah yeah. Uh, yeah it must have been a bad one I think going back to the injuries on Saturday though I think Ali Alves has to take a lot of credit as well I think he had me warming up 10 minutes and he took a knock to the shoulder. Um, after he'd been selling wristbands, Paul came up to me and told me and he said he don't, they don't know if they dislocated it or whatnot. He's took a real bad knock and he looks like he might not be playing. So I've gone into the ground expecting not to see anything. Uh, see Ali, Ali obviously coming out. Um, yeah. Paul said I'm in a late fitness check, but apparently he's just <coughs> gone, back, gone back in. He's, physios have done what physios have done and he's come back out and he's, he's not been a... He weren't afraid to come forward and collect the ball at all. He wouldn't have known he had a shoulder injury. I think West Brom got wind of it because... The number of times they had a corner or a free kick and Ali was surrounded by the bigger players such as Olsen who we've mentioned already, you know, giving him a bit of jip, but you know, that's football isn't it. But I thought he did outstanding, you know, no effects from the injury whatsoever considering it only just happened. Really? Yeah, on that account then I suppose Ali did a doubly excellent job. Yeah, so and to backtrack, West Brom's set pieces were brilliant. That's something you don't see a lot, is it, in Premier League these days? Get a lot of short corners, but I thought some of the quality they put in was tremendous. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably where they beat us on the afternoon yeah. with the set pieces because we, we weren't quite as good with them. Yeah, we? that's right. And then, like I said, the first goal come from a cross, although I'm a bit disappointed with that. That, sh- that cross should not have been a little It's acres of space, aren't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it had, it had a cigar on, didn't it? Yeah. Pick, pick, he could have mm. picked any pass, he's, an ex- he's got an excellent left foot on him as well, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, Quality. Uh, but West Brom did the wrong one. Uh, yeah, they obviously yeah. watched the Bradford game, didn't they? <laughs> I think, um, <laughs> it became more like that the more the game went on, didn't it? I think Borsajor really struggled as well on Saturday. Um, it's one of the poorest I've seen him. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't outstandingly bad, but he was just off. You know, he went himself. He's, he's usually Mr. Reliable, I think, Bolsa Show since he came in time for us. But I think yeah. on Saturday he did seem to struggle with the relentless attack he seemed to have on that wing. So He got I, frustrated as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. He was getting frustrated. Well, I mean, that's, I, mean I, th- I think, you know... Santo as well was frustrated as well. I, I like to see that. Before Brown, the Santo had a frustrated afternoon. Well, mm. credit to West Brom. West Brom oh. deserve an mm. awful lot of credit. Yeah, West Brom played a very, very good, frustrating game, I thought. The same sort of game that we played against Tottenham last week. Mm. So we were, we, we were Wigan Athletic kid. Yes, we were latixed. <laughs> latixed. Yeah. Beating it our own game. Yeah. Got a nice easy game next door, we always get points, so there's nothing to worry yeah. about. Mm. Not beat us in five, have 
Yeah, I've noticed some good stats on uh, on that website. Yeah. So Vital Wigan, I don't know if anybody's heard of that. Oh, I might have. I've heard of the site, but I've heard about the editor as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's done a bit of research there, but good stats. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty poor against Liverpool, aren't we? With uh, two to nine, we are in. Uh, Two wins, nine defeats, five draws. Yeah, I think recent. Oh, they've done well recently. Last five, not, yeah. not lost in five. Lost in five. And then mm. you look at their recent results. They haven't won in five in League Cup games. Still be, yeah, draw. It's a very different Liverpool side though this year. They've been playing as uh, the reason I think we've done well against them is because they played a completely different style, which suited us. Yeah. Now they're going to be playing as our game, aren't they? And I think it's going to be. Um, a different one. I was uh, watching them last week against uh, Chelsea, and I was praying for Suarez to get a booking because he's on his fourth, isn't he? Um, but he's the sort of player he's just unpredictable when he's on his day. You know, if he was if he's on his day on Saturday, and the rest of the Liverpool team are, you know, he probably loses that good. He's he can win game on, games on his own. So mm. if Suarez is having an off day, I think we've got every chance. Um, but I, I think we'll, we'll go there and give as good as we've got. We know we can do well though. We've, Got past experiences, we'll just stick Gary Caldwell up front and up for the best. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a replacement in centre uh, centre half, haven't we? <laughs> Drop voice here, mm-hmm. free him up. No, it's also uh, he had an interview Jamie Carragher earlier today on Talk Sport. Something which he said, well, <laughs> other, he didn't need a translator. But luckily, I've got a couple of Scottish friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, something what he said that. They've, obviously, they've got ourselves coming up, and he was saying we're a bit of a bogey team for him, and it's in the back of his mind. So, if he's got that in the back of his mind, that's obviously hopefully filtering through to the rest of the other Liverpool players. They haven't beat us in five games, they haven't won themselves for five games. That date's going to be creeping in, and uh, yeah, we'll get something for me. We've got a lot of young lads chomping at the bit though, so I think that's what we've got to be careful at. Um, There's three of them playing tonight, I think, for England, or two of them. Yeah, still yeah. started, aren't um, But I, I know there's a lot of hype around them, I think there's too much hype around Sterling in particular. But, you know, they are players who can hurt us. I mean, if, you know, we saw West Brom hurt us down the wings, you know, exploiting the uh, the wing backs, and, you know, Sterling's, that's exactly what Sterling's good at. He played last year, I remember, it was one of the first times he got a real run out last year against us. I think he might have started at Anfield. So my mate's Liverpool fan and he texted me saying I'm delighted to see Sterling start and I've not heard much about him and he was the f- the only redeeming feature of that game for them uh, the, the, they weren't that good at all uh, mainly because we, we didn't let them uh, get at us but yeah he, he, he gave us a bit of trouble down the, the left and um, I think he's one he's one we we're probably going to have to watch particularly mm-hmm. going off how we conceded our goals on Saturday Well we played them last year after we played oh, away after we played West Brom at home didn't we? We did eh? I yeah. did think of that good memory yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm going on a bit, but I do have <laughs> one or two grey cells left. <laughs> what are you laughing for? <laughs> I was listening to the talk sport on Monday morning on my way home from work, and they were singing, Alan Brazil in particular was singing the praises of Luis Suarez, obviously. Ozzy Enrique and Glenn Johnson, who was back from India. So, I don't like Glenn Johnson. I've said it now. Well, as I said, I've said it. Yeah. He will sing Yeah, but I agree with him with Jose Enrique. I think he is. Uh, he was quality for Liverpool, uh, not for Liverpool, because that's where he plays for now. But he was quality for Newcastle as well. Yeah, yeah uh, he was. He's a good player, that lad. He shaved his head, hasn't he? Mm. he looks a bit different. Because <laughs> did he have a big mop yeah. of hair before? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He said, "No, they're, they're both good players." Um, 
not so much Johnson, but as Enrique, you know, um, going forward as well as in defence. I think Johnson's always liable for, to make a mistake, mate. Well, I think his, his mm. crossing as well is not as good as it used to be. I don't know whether it's under Glenn Johnson's style, whether he's struggling or whatnot. Uh, Glenn Johnson's style, Brendan Rodgers' style, but you know, I've seen when I watch Liverpool this season when he gets to the byline and crosses it in. You know, he's all, he's very rarely beating the first man, and it's not been like him at all. We've said it all that one way. You know, what's yeah. going to happen though is he's going to cross it in, and Raheem <laughs> Sterling's going to come at the other side and put it in the back of the net. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, have they still got Jones in goals for him? Yes. Yeah. So Rainer's injured. Rainer's been injured, but, but I think they're hoping he'll be fit for. Because uh, I always thought he was going to have a good career, that Brad Jones, cause when he was at Middlesbrough, because he was a, he was a good. He's an Aussie, isn't he? Yeah. Aussie, like. he's, he's a decent keeper. Yeah, he's yeah. been around a while now, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah. he um, I remember he played against Blackburn last year, didn't he? For him. I was in the pub watching that with a lot of Liverpool fans and cheering the Liverpool yeah. last minute winner. Yeah. It was a weird game, that, wasn't it? Because they had a. Didn't they have a was Rainer sent off? Yeah, it was. Then, yeah, yeah. then Jones gave away a penalty, didn't he? Liverpool, did he Liverpool yeah, three, yeah. three nil or three one up, and then no, or two was, nil up. Was it? Yeah, they were two nil up. Then he went to two two, um, and I was berating my mate because obviously we were in the scrap with Blackburn at the time, and then uh, they came up and Andy Carroll put it in. But no, yeah. I remember there being a real, real goalkeeping situation because yeah. I think yeah. Rainer got sent off. surrounded the F. Was it the FA Cup? And. Or one of the finals that they was in. Was, was it? it? And he got sent off. That was it, yeah, because yeah. they warned you that he was going to play. He came on as a sub. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Saved the penalty and then got sent off in the same game and then he missed the final. Came on as a sub, you're right. So, did one of the players go in there? Oh, God. Oh, have I got that slide? Oh, I know no. there was, so, it was something along them lines. He definitely. No, he, what happened was Rainer got, Rainer, that's it, Rainer got sent off. Yeah. Then he, Jones came on and gave away a penalty. To the ref of. Uh, Saturday, Kevin Friend, ah, no friend yes. of mine. Well, actually, we've no one's ever used that pun before. <laughs> it's, it's written already, isn't it? All the headlines. He's he usually falls in our favour in these contests because we have had him against Liverpool in the past, and we've got something out of the games against the odds. So, right. really, we haven't. We've had him already this season, haven't we? We have. We had him at uh, Everton. So we, we played one versus our team and he was in charge and, and that. But he, he refereed the game at Blackburn, over. talking to Blackburn, when Nzogby scored and he disallowed it. Remember, he, he broke away, it was nil apiece. It wasn't last season, the season before. We broke yes. away, nil apiece, put the ball in the net. Yes. And he looked like he was going to go on and bury him and he disallowed the goal for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, I remember that. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. He was an ex-postie as well. He used to be a postman. But when he got promoted to the Premier League, obviously, he had to... He had to pack his job in, so he. Uh, Ex postman, he's. He emptied his, his sack. Friend. He's got all of. He's emptied his sack. Let's hope he'll <laughs> deliver a good performance. So, I mean, the puns are already written for Paul Kendrick. He's, yeah. He might as well write his headline now. Yeah. If we were a postman, he'd be surprised to be working at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, wouldn't he? He's supposed to be first class, but I don't so, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Stamp his authority on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he likes handing out the cards. Especially as Christmas is approaching. I'm not witty enough yeah. to throw one in. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> Progress with Unity Podcast, headline writer's dream. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so we've got Kevin Friend. Uh, um, so far this season, he's done 11 games, 41 mm-hmm. yellows, and four reds. Good, so we'll send Suarez off for us. Yeah, he did this community shield, you know, it all kicks off to Chelsea and City. Brute take plays in that game. Yeah, no. they came part of the forty-one early on the Premier What no. do you think of the, the 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 directive that appears to be out that they're going to book anybody that's diving? 
Because mm. that was prepared in a couple of games. I know um, somebody talk. I know James McCarthy yeah, got yeah. Sam. Absolutely, yeah. I thought he was just clattered yeah. yeah. cynically. And there was another incident where Bossiger was tripped from the back. Had a really good view of it because I was about ten seats up from it in the east. And he was clearly chopped down, but the referee just gave a foul the other way because he'd fallen on the ball and handled it. Maybe yeah. that's the sort of thing that they're mm-hmm. clamping down on. The McCarthy one, though, I, I don't think it was a free kick towards it, but it certainly went to dive. I think he just, you know, he's coming together, he's, he's contact sport, isn't it? He's, he's running to somebody's body, he's gone to the ground, he's not a free... I, I never played for a free kick, but to book James McCarthy for diving for that, when it just wasn't a dive at all, was, was, man, was madness. So that's, that's where you've got to be careful with these fine lines, and, you know, you've got to look at players who are diving regularly to why the referees are now looking for people who are diving. I have a memory of the first game we played against them, 2005-06 I think it was with Sammy Upia goal yeah. from Liverpool 1-0 to Liverpool mm-hmm. then I remember the anyway, like, yeah, deflection yeah. first one I watched was that, that the league where, that, no yeah. that was uh, the league the boys won the ball and then you go score yeah that was 1-0 uh, on 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 with the header yeah, well, yeah. The oh yeah that, that was a great yeah, game when Matt, Matt Jackson got ruined with um, uh, Craig Bellamy Jules took him off at half time. Oh, yeah. uh, second season, 4 0, wasn't it? I remember that one. Yeah. That was off, that's, yeah. Just played on, on his shoulder, didn't he? And his football, when he was away and gone. I think that just shot the shot. Yeah. Oh, yes. I went to that. Yeah. It was actually my brother's 40th birthday party. It was about 17 of us went. So Who was the referee that day, can you remember? Sure. Was it Ellery? Kevin Friend. Mm. No, it weren't. So we were winning 2 0. 2 1. We were winning 2 1. Yeah. And then wasn't Valencia was sent off, yeah. Yeah, in the wall. Because the wall didn't yeah. retreat. It was David Ellery. Was it? Yeah. I remember being slightly cheesed off with that, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. From being in a winning position, Cornwall won. I don't think we'd ever had it. Not David Ellery. Well, I say, you well before we got to the Premier League. Not thinking of uh, Steve Bennett. Not Steve Bennett. I can see his face now, looking fat referee, not Phil Bode. <laughs> but like a, a round of bigger bigger head. I can't say the words Phil Dowd without moaning that he owes me 88 quid for ruining me Christmas. He was one of the top ones. said Salmon off. Rob. Oh, Rob Styles. Rob Styles. Rob Styles. Yeah, Rob Styles it were. No, it weren't. <laughs> no. You'll show it out in a bit. I will, it'll just come to me. <laughs> We're talking about Ipswich. Yeah, it'll come to me. That was a great game, that, wasn't it? That one. Was fantastic game. Why did we not win that? We played them off the park, didn't we? We did. That goal of Zaki's from the. Oh, yeah. It's one of the greatest Premier League goals but we've scored. How did we go on last season about, about Rooney's goal when it could be out of it? It wasn't half the shin. Yeah, it wasn't half the striker Zaki's, was it? And, and no. Where was you, Gareth, behind that goal? Yeah. What did you think when it went in? Well, it was a terrific goal, wasn't it? Is yeah. that what you thought? That was a terrific goal. Well, just... Get in there! <laughs> Get in there, Zaki! Zaki, Zaki! <laughs> oh, do you go? That was a terrific goal. It was really like a Sigmund and Brothers fall. Yeah, it was a bit like that in the <laughs> Fingers Bar as well, where yeah. I was at the time. I phoned my mate up, he's a scout uh, and a Liverpool fan, and I was just screaming down the phone at him, Zaki, Zaki, Zaki! <laughs> and then by the end of the game, <laughs> yeah. it was something different. It was, he was yeah. shouting at you. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought, it, we, we, oh, we didn't win that game was, was a criminal. Oh, we didn't. Yeah. We we, what a team that was. That was a brilliant team. Is that the best team we've ever had, or is this 
So I, I think for fo- watching football, this yeah. results possibly that one, but we'll, this will know by end. Of season, this is a better. This is a better team. I think that was a better yeah. side of individuals. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's got yes. Baines, go. Valencia, Zaki. Baines didn't play. Did he not? No, he got was that bef- was that after? Yeah. I think some of the players we've had a scribble when at one time. Well, look at Moses. Look at you know and Zogby. I know he's not the player he used to be. Valencia. Baines. We've had some absolutely quality Cat-a-mole. players, haven't we? Lee Catamol, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you remember when we signed, when we signed him? Yeah. Pardon? Palacios, he was a good. Yeah. El Maggio. And was he ever? He was fantastic. It's great to see Moses as well. I know it's a good subject now of doing yeah. the well at Chelsea. I know he got a bit of stick from certain quarters when we got Athletic fans when he left for money grabbing he's only going to be a bench warmer but you know I think he played a lot more than I expected him to well the thing is if he's on he's not going to stand a chance of progressing if he's not sat on Chelsea's bench is he you know like he's had a few opportunities come on he's done well he's taking the opportunity to prove he's not just gone there to be a bench warmer whenever he was going to go to a top club and he was always going to go to a top club it's going to take a year bedding in, mm. so he might as well go early in his career. It's not too early, you know, this right time in his career. Have this year bedding in, you know, next year. He's, you know, he's, re- he's there waiting on the wings as soon as anyone gets injured or whatnot. We can't complain, can we? Mm. We've got Aruna Kone and, and plenty of change. Good yeah. deal for everyone. I mean, yeah. I think it was the right time for him to move because he's got plenty of experience for a young player these days. A lot of them don't get a sniff, do they? No. Till the 23, and they ended up going to playing in League One. Mm. I think so. my my only worry with us now, and we showed it a bit on Saturday, was when we were losing, we didn't have much option on that bench for a striker or an attacking player. I know we got Miachi who's injured to come on and change the game. We've got plenty if we're winning, you know, to slow the game down, the likes of Watson, the likes of Gomez, you know, David Jones too. Um, but you know, the but by Callum McManaman on that bench, there's not much you can do to bring it on and you know go get a bit, get a bit more attacking. So I think that's one thing. You ought Vaselli to do something more than just decorate the front line, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, the thing did with Vaselli, did he touch it on Saturday? I don't think he did. But the thing with in firms thought, I think to bring him on after 82 minutes or 81 minutes, mm. whatever it was, wasn't really. Good. Mm. I think he should have had. A little bit longer. He's not the sort of player who can change a game though, he's just another striker. Yeah. Like, to change a game, I need someone who can come into midfield. Like, a Sean Maloney type player. You, you can, need somebody who can use possession. Yeah, bring one of the James, you know, if you can bring one of the James off, don't get me wrong, they're good going forward, but you know, someone who can change it, you know, a playmaker. Um, that's where our goals come from. Our goals go, come from hoofing it to the strikers and then putting it in. You know, we need some, I think we just need another player in midfield who can create uh, some. You know, some problems for other teams whether it's a young lad from the championship or whatnot I don't know but I think that's what we'll go for in January oh I thought that's oh, oh. <laughs> I so who is it then Wilfred's uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we <Yeah>. wish <laughs> don't forget Matt listens to this podcast he does Zaha. his hype's gone mental hasn't it Zaha yeah it lasts like three weeks 30 yeah. million they want that I'm a different press yesterday <laughs> right, we, um, we have made an offer in the summer and I don't think it was quite close to 30 million though. <laughs> close to 3 million just shot of 3 close to 3 grand now I'm dropping around something like that yeah. so what does everybody think is going to happen on Saturday uh, should we go clockwise anti-clockwise Greg do you want to kick us off I think we can get a draw Um I think if Suarez is his best though, I think we're going to struggle, but 1-1. Mm. Do you know something? I have a sneaky feeling we're going to win. Um, I don't know why, 
Uh, I don't think Liverpool are a one-man team by any stretch of the imagination, and I think if we, we think that we're in trouble, I think it's going to be a very frustrating afternoon for Mr Suarez and Co. I think we're going to win 2-1. Same as last year. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking, repeat of last year. Um, I think having played reasonably but just been not quite sharp enough and been punished on Saturday, I think they'll find that extra edge this coming Saturday. Hmm. 2-1 win. Well, I also am going for a win. I think Liverpool have uh, not lost in the Premier League since the 23rd of September. So I, by my reckoning, they're due a defeat. And I said this against Tottenham. You did? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Have they not lost for that long? That's they uh, lost against Manchester United in the Premier League on yeah. the 23rd of September. And they haven't lost in the league since. They've lost cup games, but not in the league. But they only beat Reading. Uh, <laughs> just a minute. I think they have, they've won two and drawn four of the last six Premier League games. Right. So, by my reckoning, they do a defeat. Yeah. Uh, Wigan 1 0. Corner and corner, hoping for. Yeah, uh, I think it's not going to be an easy game, is it? Never is for us. Um, I think if we keep Suarez quiet, quietish, frustrating. Uh, like I said, he's definitely their main threat. They've not got a great deal of quality to trouble us up front for me. Uh, I'll go for a one-all draw. You were picking that up then, I thought you were going to, and then you come up with a dry, he's like, eh? Yeah, that was going to be the only negative one though. <laughs> oh, dance to go yet. Oh, yes, well, <laughs> everybody seems to have gone with the safe option of a one-all draw. But, three wins, two draws. I'm going to break the sequence and say we're going to lose 10-0, because when I said that coming away from the ground against Bradford, we ended up winning. You'd, yeah, you're right. So, that's the only reason, otherwise I would have gone for a safe draw, but I'm not going for a safe draw. I'm going for us to get slaughtered. Can I say something before we close business, please? Congratulations to Mr. Whelan, who was an yeah. award, given an award this week at the Northwest Sports Award, an award for lifetime achievement. Big shout to him from that uh, because I think he's a cracking bloke. Oh, for winning athletic, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll second that. Yeah. I'll third the, club, it. the club would not be where it is without him. You know, much as people, no. other people have, you know, the the uneducated will have a go at him here and there. Without him you won't be sat in a sat in there on a Saturday. Yeah. So here's to Sir David Whelan. Sir Progress with the Unity Podcast. Sir David Whelan, OBE, MBE and All round good egg. All round good egg. <laughs> yeah, because we know he listens to this. If Martinez listens to this then Yeah. Definitely Whelan does. He was the one who suggested it to Martinez. He was, yeah. And and, and actually the, uh, the theme tune this week is a tribute to him. Alright then, I think we should draw a close to this podcast right now before it gets out of hand, as if it hasn't already. So, I'll see you next week, and so will the rest of the team. And so it's good night from me. And it's good, good night, night from Mom. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, listen up, here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue world and all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue like him inside and outside blue his house with a blue little window and a blue corvette and everything is blue for 
want him and himself and everybody around Cause he ain't got nobody to listen I'm blue, I've been beat, I've been died, I've been